Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Sunday Morning Scramble, your recipe for sports to feed your sports fandom. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by Nashville Toyota North, State Farm Hendersonville Agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs Gallatin. Call or text the Sunday Morning Scramble, 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Now, here are your hosts of the Sunday Morning Scramble, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris and Air Force veteran and coaching legend Greg Tonjes. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning out there. Anywhere that you are listening, you have caught the Sunday Morning Scramble here on National Sports Radio. I'm so jacked up today. It's our biggest show of the year so far, and uh, I've got my brother from another mother. He's back with me. That is Corey L. Harris, Super Bowl champion with the Ravens. What's the, what, what, what's does the L, what does the L stand for, I, Coach? I was just going to ask you. It's on your Facebook. What is the L stand for? You tell me. The limited? I'm going to give you a hint throughout the show and see if you can figure it okay, out. Okay, we'll see if we can figure it right? out. So we're going to keep everybody in suspense as to what the middle L means on your Facebook the, page. And don't Google it. I'm not, I don't need to Google it. Okay. I'll figure we'll it out. We'll start. The first clue is... One of the stars of this show had that name. All right. I like that. So you got suspense and drama already. Old school series. Kicking off the Sunday morning scramble. Nashville Sports Radio. Hey, listen, uh, we want callers today. There is an enormous amount of things to talk about today, whether it's the Titans and if they lose to the worst team in the NFL today, what does that mean for them? Whether it's Nick. Saban and the Nick Saban effect in the University of Alabama. What in the world is going on? Uh, we are on WNSR National Sports Radio on YouTube, live streaming, Facebook, look, coach, we are Twitter, live streaming, Twitch. We got our camera back. We look good today. It's a good hair today. We look great today. And not we look great today. And not only does do we look great today, we got a new producer that is not Angry Will today with us. We got cute. Joe. Cute Joe in the house. <laughs> what up, cute Joe? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? Huh? How you doing this morning? Doing well, doing man, well. Are you so man. happy over there? Look at you. Man, y'all, y'all gonna get off my frat, brother, man. <laughs> nah, we, nah, we had we had to give we just had to give him a platform to decompress yeah. too. Because he was he was about to explode on several occasions, you know, and yeah. I said I bet when you were pledging, you was, boy, I already know. Boy, that attitude, attitude, attitude. That's my guy, though. That's my guy. Yeah, well, uh, so Will is not here again today, week two. So, Q Joe, be ready here uh, towards the end of the show. You're going to get to do the picks for Will, okay? And we have we have a sampling of what that's going to look like because, uh, well, I'll get to that later. But, hey, you're our good friends out there. Uh, give us a call right now. There are open lines right now to get on the show and get in line. To talk NCAA college football, we'll talk NBA, we'll talk uh, NFL, Titans, anything you want related to sports or music for that matter. Kikori is a music man. Call in at 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. That is the call-in line. That is the text line. You are our good friends. And, oh boy, as Dick Enberg, rest his soul in peace, would say, oh my. Did we ever have an experience of college football yesterday, Corey? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, uh, 
dips in focus change everything, man. Like uh, some of the greatest plays are uh, great on one end and just on the other end, just basic football plays, plays that you make 99 Mm -hmm. times out of 100. But, you know, some things, you know, NASA, when they send in a rocket out of space, they can't, they don't have room for just one little error. That's you know, right. Yeah. Right. Yes. There's a thousand things that can go wrong, uh, uh, but then the time that it happens too. You know. So situational. I'm, I'm looking at college football, and, and, and as I get resubmerged into it from youth all the way back to pro, I'm, I'm looking at football, and what I see uh, uh, more than anything is constantly, constantly situational football uh, errors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and and uh, you know, we're, we're you know we're talking. Alabama, of course, with with you know that, those two teams, Alabama and Auburn, just seem to figure out a way to put together just a, a classic. You know, that's a classic replay. I mean, uh, you know, to your point on that particular game. Of course, we're going to talk UT football. Uh, we're going to talk Vandy football, Tennessee State football. We're going to talk it all uh, this first hour college football. Next hour, obviously, all NFL access as we always do. You'll get all NFL picks towards the end of the show. Uh, but we're going to talk about the Titans if they just by chance lose to the worst team in the NFL. What could be the result of that? Uh, we're going to talk all NFL teams. Got some good topics that we're going to cover in hour two, but hour one is all co- mostly all college football. And I'm I'm sitting there. I'm at work yesterday, and I'm, I'm tuning into a lot of games throughout the day, and I see Alabama gets down to, you know, third down. Uh, on third down, Milrow, he, he slides, crosses the line, lost a down, now it's fourth and goal from their own 32-yard line. And now, what's everybody thinking around there? Oh, boy. What is going to happen next? And it, to me, it's just always the Nick Saban effect. He, he, and I've been saying this for weeks, Corey. But he's been on the other side of it. Huh? It's, 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 it's bad coaching and players making plays, but he's been on the other side of it. And I'll tell you why I mean he's been on the other side of it in the ki- with the kick six. Yeah, it, well, but, yeah, I know. It's something that, it, that he has been, yeah. But but he wasn't yesterday. I've been saying it for weeks, people. Everybody out there, I've been saying it when they were ranked 11th. I've been saying it when they were ranked 8th. I've been saying it all along. They're probably going to end up in the final four teams to play for the CFP uh, in the playoffs. They're probably going to win. They're, they, they're going to have a shot at the national championship. Just telling you right now. And that pass that was thrown into the end zone, into the corner of the end zone, first of all, I don't know why anybody's man-to-man. But that was man-to-man coverage, like you were talking about, which is an error. That's a mistake. I didn't You've even got- see. I didn't even. I, I saw the end. I didn't even uh, look at. I'm gonna. Look, I'm gonna look at that while we're here to see well, if that was. It, 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 if he ended up in, in a man-to-man uh, position to have to make the play because it's in your zone in your yeah. area, but I can't see. That, it was full. It was full-blown full man-to-man. Man. Yeah. Uh, he he had man-to-man coverage. On was that it all-out blitz? No, they rushed three. So that. that I, I, if you gonna, here's the thing. If you all out blitz, what we know is he got to throw the ball quick. You yep. know, you get your, you, if you got a solid fundamental tackling team, then yeah, you got that kind of defense, that kind of guys, you can do it. But in that particular situation, it's just a play to be made. It's, 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 it was, a, it was the perfect catch versus almost perfect coverage. Well, and he was coached up. I, I listened to the Nick Saban press conference, and one of the first things Nick Saban was, do I really have to say anything after that? You know, fictitious, you know, just, 
he's trying to, you know, be like, Hey, okay. You know? And, uh, it was unbelievable because he said, he said, well, we, we coached him up. We told him that there was only going to be three rushing. So we told him he's going to have time, which he did. He stood in the pocket forever. I have no, I listen, I've never been a fan of a prevent defense. I, I understand the concept, right? At least zone blitz. It's yeah. There's no play right. At least, at least, at make least. it feel like nine people coming. Yeah, and and seeing, seeing five. Yeah, or 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 I or see. show show like you're bringing guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. Show yeah. nine. Show, show nine, nine because what what that says is we're gonna make you throw it quick and we're gonna make a tackle. Right, and, and then it, you yeah. never know who's backing out yeah. there. But again. Uh, when when do when do we uh, when do coaches get accountability uh, for it? We looking at it right now. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, watch. Oh, this is this is several of the highlights. Yeah, they'll get That's to the right end here and show it. But you know, he was coached up. You know, we're sitting in in the studios here, Strike and Spare Studios. One. Then we're watching two, uh, the final play three, where where he just has four, forever. Four, five, almost six, five six five. seconds. Oh no! See, that's 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 the, no. It, I don't it, care how much time he had. That, that uh, the 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 cornerback. Right before that, look looking inside, and three other players are inside. So, um, it was some type of zone. He he in, he's in, ends up inside in that situation on and, an island. Yeah, yeah. But but listen to me, guys. There's no fourth down and goal with 32 yards to go play to call. There's not a play. You don't you don't have that play. Now, what I believe Nick Saban does is what you talk a lot about is he 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 situational offense, situational defense, situational special teams, they practice it. Okay, now, to that point, the kick six. Yeah. Right? You're kicking a long field goal. Yep. Um, You're talking Alabama-Auburn. Alabama-Auburn, right? You're kicking a long field goal. They got a guy back there. Yeah. Now, if you know you're going to attempt a long field goal Mm -hmm. and – it's going to have to be short line, could be blocked or whatever else it is. And there's a chance, you already know, it's a chance that he can return it. Yeah. Two things. Why would you not regularly practice your your big man funneling a returner to the sideline sure. versus running down like you're a kick, cover yeah, kick yeah, yeah, guy? Yeah. What's yeah. the object? Of, he can't score running laterally. Yeah. But you're 340 pounds and going to run – that way, right, towards him, and it happened uh, against with, with Nick Saban. My, my thing is, why not put linebackers? Why not put people that can tackle on the sure, field yeah. that are emergency field goal people? Yeah, in case it's a long field goal, it goes down there. You got guys, but more importantly, just like defensive guys do pursuit drill, why don't offenses practice and quarterbacks practice funneling a guy? Are tackling because when you run downfield as an offensive lineman, you making the job yeah. easier. And it happened in the Jets and Miami 90, game. Uh, Ninety nine yards. He touchdown. got uh, two two interceptions back to back. To then uh, Boyle is that, is, is yeah. that who it is? Yep. Throws an interception. Did you see what he looked like trying to tackle? No, it was horrible. That yeah. guy. You've been playing football like a for how long? Yeah. Tackling is a part of the game. Yeah. Blocking, throwing, and so man, it just irritates me. But you, to yeah, see but that. you don't expect a quarterback to have to tackle you, a guy you, that's running. You threw you the know, interception. Yeah, you threw it. You better be able to tackle him. That's for sure. You be but, able to get, get him to, to cut it, cut back inside, yep. 
to to I'm, I'm saying the coordinated effort of understanding tackling because the problem is when a defense scores that's 14 points it is and you know what you know going back to this play and to your point and all of what we're talking about is situational offensive defense listen as big of a play that was for Alabama which it was it was monstrous at every level it keeps him in the running to win a championship I mean and that's Nick Saban that's who he is and uh, uh, as bad as it was, Auburn, that was just a bad situational defense. It was a bad play. You're see, I understand the concept of setting your guys back, but tell if I'm a quarterback and I'm a good quarterback, and you're telling me that you're only going to rush three on the final play on fourth down and thirty-two, um, you're giving the receivers time. You give receivers you're time, quarterback you're time. All kinds of things. You give you making room for this play. Anything can happen on any play, yeah, but you make so, you make room for this play when you do. And like, and one thing I I can remember and appreciate about Baltimore, you know, we got in plenty of situations, man. And I tell you, I I, I like to get a guy's pulse rate or something like that in different situations. But there's been yeah. plenty of times where, you know, I uh I I may have I may have been uh quote unquote out man as a as a safety. I'm like, you got Chris McAllister first round, the Dwayne Starks first round, the Rod Woodson Hall of Famer, yeah, uh, all these guys around. And I'm the guy, and I'm covering, you know. I'm third down guy at Green Bay covering Chris Carter. They going to Chris Carter. Yeah. And so putting guys in strenuous situations and, and making them blink, like you can't let a quarterback. Tom Brady is a different Tom Brady. Peyton Manning was a different Peyton Manning when he was, what, getting hit. Getting hit. If he thought he could get hit. If he knew he had to get rid of the the, the ball yeah. early. I mean, that's why I don't get it, Corey. I mean, I just watch Auburn. And 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 we'll talk more about this and where Alabama stands in terms of the championship. Um, but Vanderbilt, Tennessee yesterday became became what it was. Uh, you know, I, I figured that Tennessee would beat him pretty handily. You know, Vanderbilt hung in there. AJ Swan for Vanderbilt gets injured. Uh, we do have a caller, so we'd like to invite the caller in. Uh, you're on with Coach and Corey this morning on the Sunday morning scramble. What's going on today? What's your name? This is Jeff Navarro. How you doing, guys? Oh, oh, hey Jeff. Good morning to you. Well, what, what, what about what about Tim Louisville Carlos? I thought they had a good football team. Yeah, yeah, they have I thought, all I thought, year. I thought, they were, I thought they was pretty good. Friends of mine told me up there the only team made plays this year is Notre Dame, and it was proven Saturday, wasn't it? The six six finger Weaver hits him pair of fumbles and Kentucky upsets Louisville again five in a row. That's five in a row now. So we just keep dominating Louisville. Their little brother is they always will be to Kentucky. What bowl game y'all going to? Y'all going to a bowl I, I, game? I wasn't being smart, Jeff. I was just asking, man. Like, I don't know Jeff, what you always Vanderbilt. Listen, this is what you know. When it comes well, to bowling, to, when it comes to bowling, baby, Vanderbilt is a national champion. So watch what well, you're yeah, talking well, about. We, 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 That's we, a we, fact. We, we, Jack, well, we, 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 you women's feel bowling, me? Y'all, women's bowling, y'all pretty good, y'all pretty good at that. <laughs> women's bowling. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get a kayak. Y'all pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> a kayak. <laughs> a kayak. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man. The one thing. Listen, there's a U in Vanderbilt. It's because we built different, Jeff. You can't uh, listen. It's like the special forces. It's like the the naval academies. Like all those special places. Everybody yeah. can't do it, Jeff. So we ain't mad uh, at we you. Understand. You we know, we know that. It, it ain't yeah, it ain't all know. wins and losses, but like, we win. Yeah, everybody can be great, like Kentucky. We we know that. Everybody can be great. Like, Did you like call that. Kentucky we, great? We, 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 we was going to, we was going to 118 Friday night against Marshall. I 
thought we scored back in 118. Marshall has right, a basketball I, program? Randy Moss played basketball on, at Marshall. Yeah, yeah, y'all lost to Arizona State. Who else y'all lose? Northern Iowa, I think. Who y'all lose? Who y'all beat? Y'all beat anybody? Tennessee State, they, Tennessee State lost Friday. Basketball. They ain't got a basketball team either. So they try, try to be pretty good, but they can't. Six, where, where are they going to play? Also, Chattanooga beat Austin P yesterday. Did y'all see that? How about them mods, huh? 24-21 over the Gov. So this they, is they, they, this, they this is the off. sponsor Jeff Scoreboard here right. with Jeff on the Sunday morning scramble. What we got going in state football in high school, Jeff? I know you got some info for us. Real quick, tell us what we got going on. Oakland won again. They're going to play Houston for the finals. So them them and Houston play for the finals on Saturday night. So maybe I'll go to Chattanooga Saturday night, y'all. Maybe I'm going to go watch Oakland play. I know Tom's he's a big Oakland fan. He loves Oakland football, so. Maybe oh, yeah. I, mean, I do. Yeah, I think we got a couple of schools maybe going go. to state uh, here. Uh, uh, Candace, I know you're watching. Send me send me what that is. I think East is going to the state championship. Pearl, 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 Pearl Cone's going to East Pearl, okay. Yeah. 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 Going to East Shout. And East my Robertson. high school, Jeff, I'm going to have to. We're going to have, yeah, I'm going to have to let you know. They'll see Chris out here in Robertsburg. They're playing Thursday afternoon, so they play friendship for state championship. That's going to be good. They got a guy, Jesse Perry, at Monster. He's going Tennessee six seven two eighty five. Yeah, we had uh, we had uh, we had yeah, one of the players did. from Friendship Academy uh, or Friendship Christian last week in so studio they, with they, us. They yeah, real, real good, real good football. Hey Jeff, season. we appreciate your call, I appreciate buddy. You, I see you. Have, a good, have a good day. Thank you for not calling me a name today. My, uh, always a pleasure having Jeff. Tom, Thank you for call, calling. What do you call you? Tonsillitis. 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 Greg. Tonsillitis. Yeah. I've been called worse. My high school, Ben Davis High School, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. State champions again, thirteen and one. They only lost one game. Wow, that was the IMG. That's the only game they lost. Oh wow, the IMG Academy out of Florida. That's the only game they wow. lost. The Ben, the shout out to the Ben Davis Giants. But to get the ten, you had to start with the first, and you know who was a part of that first that nineteen eighty seventeen. Uh, should I say Corey L. Harris? No, Thomas Tank Adams, Chuck Bear, <laughs> Kent Britt. Hey, we got we got. <laughs> Hey, we got to go to a break. Scott but, uh, McGowan. Uh, we got to go to a Dollar Bronze. We got some flashbacks Stout. going on for Corey. But hey, listen. Big on, Ron Hubbard. <laughs> on the other side, we are going to talk about, and I'm going to ask Big Corey Dougie. the question, was it a disappointing season for Vandy? Was it a disappointing season for Tennessee? We're going to talk about that on the other side. You're listening to Nashville Sports Radio and the Sunday Morning Scramble. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest 
screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese. And not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Todges sent you. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Who's grumpy this morning? <laughs> coach, so, I'm not grumpy. John, I mean, hey, John. Yeah. Pull your head out of your butt. Get yourself in a better mood. <laughs> I'll do my best, Coach. Thanks for the pep talk. Okay. You just you just made a promo for him. <laughs> Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Here in Nashville, Tennessee, the music city is alive and well. Man, it trips me out. Anytime I go downtown and I'm like off hours, supposedly like off hours, man, and it's like, you know, 7, 8 in the morning, and there's still people everywhere. Everybody drinking, 7 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to tell you that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it just trips me out, man, that everybody started partying at 7 a.m. Speaking of that, man, driving by the stadium this morning, Corey, uh, I don't know if you come that way where you go by uh, Nissan Stadium, but the lights were on, the videos, the big screens were on, the tents were going up for a little queuing and a little tailgating. So if you're out there here and you're listening to National Sports Radio, uh, give us a call. We want to know what your menu is for today because we're hungry, and Corey and I might just show up at your tailgate and have some grub with you guys over there. So call in at 615-844-5600 and tell us what your menu is. For the day is because I'm thankful to God that I have taste buds every day of my life. Because if we didn't have taste buds, we'd be just like grazing cattle. Chewing not, on grass. Chewing on grass. Gnawing on grass. No taste to it whatsoever. So 615-844-5600 if you're out there. I want to know what your menu item is, and I want it. Corey and I are going to go show up there and eat. Corey, what do you think about that? I used to love before the game, 
although it was hotel catered food, man, we had the biggest spread of food starting at about 7 o'clock. What was your favorite thing to eat game day? Oh, I'm going to eat the biggest breakfast ever. It's going to have pancakes, scrambled eggs, potatoes, <laughs> bacon. Not that fake vegan. It ain't really bacon bacon. No, I pass. Not no turkey bacon. I'm talking no, about kick a pig and not The boo, pig bacon. The hog, baby. Bacon, bacon. I like it. Uh, man, I'm talking about a full, at least probably two full plates. No way, really? Man, I love breakfast. Wow. My mother, I, I missed breakfast one time. That's when I uh, fractured my growth plate in my right knee in high school. I had surgery. Mm -hmm. The next morning, I just was kind of nausea. I really couldn't eat or whatever. And that's the first time I remember her not ever making breakfast. But then later on that day, Bringing I got the some pancakes and scrambled eggs. Oh, Matter man. of fact, somebody tell my mama that I'm on the radio. Somebody, you know, somebody, I know y'all watching on Facebook. Tell Ida Mae to get up and watch the live stream. Are you going to say get um, up, please? Like, you're talking to your mom. Yeah. Please, mama, get up. No, she already up. Okay, please, mama, listen. She already listening. She, <laughs> she, my mama knows it. She knows what, what I'm doing. Listening is Corey had an opportunity to run with virtually no clothes on down Broadway if, if Vanderbilt would have won six games. Uh, Corey, you don't have to do that now. So we'll have to find another bet that gives you the opportunity to get to do that. Uh, but let's talk about the state of Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Let's let's start with Vanderbilt, okay? Uh, disappointing season or not? How do you see it, Corey? Or is this? Or the other part of it is, is this just the norm for Vanderbilt? Okay, I was getting ready to say two things. Disappointing uh, or surprising, I, I don't – one, I, I haven't been inside – enough you know this year is one of the first years i appreciate i love clark lee mm -hmm. bart simmons that whole staff from a standpoint for my biggest complaint with coaches that have been at vanderbilt has been that they were not of the fiber of vanderbilt and their right. concern for vanderbilt the 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 longevity sustainability of the program was not anywhere in their top priority they were going to say what they needed to say to hold in the job and yeah. afterwards and whatnot yeah. from Derek Mason to uh, uh, Franklin, who who ran uh, when when negativity came on his staff, ran, didn't see after these boys, didn't look, didn't call, none of that stuff. So beyond the record, I feel like Clark Lee and his, his staff, uh, they have the right intentions. But again, I was at practice, and I, I tell him this, uh, uh, in person, and I, I'm saying it now. There were just things that I saw at practice that are kind of new age that I think when you coach somewhere, you take it with you. Yeah. But it's like, uh, um, was it Pat Riley that came to the Lakers? Yeah. And, yep. and was trying to run this particular type of pace. You're trying to run a slow down what you learned basketball game, but you got thoroughbred. Yeah. So well, he turned them into thoroughbred. So you can't come and just put a cookie cutter system or system that you've gotten. And I'm not saying Clark is doing this. I'm saying Vanderbilt is a different and special institution. It's why I spell Vanderbilt with a U in it. The, the people that you need there to be successful. When I look at the guys that I came, they, they need to be smart, uh, multi-sport athletes that love football. And I just asked a friend this the other day, this is a question that I would ask if I was Clark Lee or if I was Candace uh, uh, Story Lee. How many of you believe that you can and want to play professional football. Mm -hmm. 
that's going to tell me right there who are the players that in their mind have a desire to and already think that they're capable of doing that in a conference where there's 40 or 50 guys like that on right. every team. So you're so, so you're saying that you want players to think that they're going to go play in the NFL? You, you need a percentage of that. You okay. need a percentage. But do, but do players go to Vanderbilt to help them get to the NFL? That's the question that has, has to be asked. Because right. now no, I'm going to say no. Because you're looking at talent. I, I went there because I could play. I could compete against the the the, the best in in the in the country. Right. And I could get a degree. And I didn't take advantage of the relationships like I should have at the time. But I can get a, a degree and have relationships that stem all over the world. Right. And when you say the name Vanderbilt, the first thing you get credit for in terms of stereotype is, oh, this is a smart, intelligent. Person. Yeah, it's like Stanford. Similar. It's 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 similar like Stanford. Yeah. But when you say that, it's not like Stanford. Why? Because we don't recruit the type of players that Stanford recruits in the numbers. We don't recruit. We don't get. Let me say the type of players that go to Notre Dame. So we don't get the. We don't get the top smart players. So is this is this who we're going to get every season from Vanderbilt? No. What? Well, it has been for a long time. I mean. I mean, is it, it? That's what I'm saying. So I ask the question: Is this a, a disappointing season? We're going to go to Tennessee next, but is is it's either it was a disappointing season to me? I look at it from a coaching perspective, and I would say, yeah, we expected to win more than two games. You know, we expected to win more than three games. We expected to win more than four games, right? Push, pushing five or six, but. I mean, they just look like they were out of it, and they. To me, it looks like it was a disappointing season. And then the other part of it is, it seems like to me this is kind of what we're going to get from Vanderbilt. I don't think so. I, okay. I think right. I think Candace Story Lee, I think uh, Clark Lee, I think they're going to make uh, uh, some decisions that change changes some things. You got a new stadium that's coming. You have all that's these true. things that coming. Yep. You have the best school for a student athlete in the best conference for athletics in the That's best true. city in the country. What so, are we talking about? So was it a disappointing season or not? It was definitely a disappointing okay. season. Uh, see how I drew that out of you? Yeah. Isn't that impressive? But hold on, speaking of hold on. Y'all gotta see this. Y'all gotta see this fire shirt. If you're a Vanderbilt alum or if you love Vanderbilt, yeah. hold up the shirt. Let me show this shirt, Coach. I'm gonna there go show. Go. There we go. We're gonna show the Vanderbilt shirt yeah. with their disappointing season of no, 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 it was no, a disappointing no. season. It was a disappointing season. So Corey's showing the shirt. He actually uh, has the shirt on, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about Corey's foundation here in a minute. Uh, Tennessee. Um, high expectations when the University of Tennessee came into this season, after, especially after last year. I think the bar that was set last year was extremely high uh, for University of Tennessee coming into this season. I think Tennessee fans had an expectation that they would be pursuing a national championship, and the Joe Show really never took off the ground. He never took really flight or became even close to what Hendon Hooker was for University of Tennessee last year. I'd love to hear from Tennessee or Vandy fans uh, to call in at 615-844-5600. Or, pardon me, 615-844-5600. Was it a disappointing season for Tennessee, Corey, or did... Did fans and media set the expectations so high that only disappointment could come out of the season? I think the only person that can answer that is uh, Belita Hype, Josh. Uh, I mean, uh, Belita, uh, Belita Hype, yep. uh, Coach Hype. From this standpoint, um, I think 
that on the outside looking in, the expect, expectations were there. But as a coach, how can you say, how can you tell the public, how can you tell the the, the donors, all those things that we're, we're probably only going to be able to do this? Because the reality is uh, two, a lot of elements have changed since last year. The the pace and surprise, the, the surprise that the pace that they play with created, you got another year under your belt to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, the uh, talent in Change. the, the yep. positions, the connection between that most important piece, quarterback yes. and receivers, yes. that, that changed, changed dramatically. Another, yeah. another variable. And the reality that the simplicity of the offense. Yeah. It, it was, it is, it's like, to me, it's like the run and shoot was when I was playing. When the quarterback and the receiver are on the same page, man, it's like, because it's a read style yeah. situation. But yep. you need a Warren Moon. To be able to run, <laughs> you know, and a Haywood Jeffries and an Ernest Gibb, mm-hmm. you need you need the guys across the board. You got four receivers out there. You need four number ones. But whose fault is that to not get have back have better talent? That when the 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 one row of talent leaves, then you've got another row of talent that comes in because Georgia does it, right? Alabama does it. I mean, look how many years in a row Alabama's had to change quarterbacks. I mean, so and, and well, they don't ever slack they're, off. They're in year what four of his his tenure? Who's uh, hype? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're year in year year four, year to three, finish eight and four. Right. So year three, they had the chance to do what what people say is a is a great time frame. Uh, Coach Billick came to Baltimore in the third year. We won, we won the Super. They 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 look at it, but that's if the talent message meshes with your system. But again, one of the things that I don't like that coaches don't do every year. Every single year when my team come back, I'm gonna have what my coach, uh, uh, coach uh, uh, Dick Dullahan had in, in Indianapolis, find out day. Like every year, yeah. you should find out exactly uh, from a from a, a knowledge standpoint of the system and of situational football and physically. I'm talking about yeah. a day where it's DBs like and that. corners and the whole nine. A day when it's kicking. A yeah. day when it's the 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 line and the and the running backs because you're not trying to find out who improved and you can't do it in those time frames. So I'm like, every year your team changes and that's not something does, that's accounted for. It, 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 you're right. It does. But the great teams, the championship quality teams have the players ready to step in when the other players leave to the NFL. Well, you try, you either you're saying it's development or it's talent. It's either it's the both. player or it's not, the, it's not the system. But I, I don't think when you're comparing the talent again, what games could they have won that they, that they, they I think they, there's they, two games that they could have won. I, I think that they should have ended up 10 and two. That's what I think. And they that's, ended, that's they ended, right around what, you know, there. Yeah. And if they had a great year, you're talking maybe have run run the table if, if, if things maybe. happened. Yeah. But 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 they lost a couple of games that they should have won. They should have won. So, that's correct. Yeah, it's a disappointing it is a, season I, they have to think for disappointing. them. Uh, but I think maybe 10 in, in, in the coach's mind could have been an overachieving uh, year. I'll tell you, not a disappointing, a d- disappointing year so far. Who? Alabama. Oh, Alabama. I don't know if they have the fight song or anything. I was going to sing that this morning. Uh, but, oh, Alabama. I don't know if that could be a song, but, oh, Alabama. Man, why you... Or I could go, yo, Alabama. I can do it however you want me to say it, but I've said it for weeks. The Nick Saban it, effect at Alabama is alive. Coach. It's real. <laughs> it's true. That was unbelievable. 
There's no play call for fourth down and goal from your thirty from the thirty-two yard line of your opponent. That's and, the defensive error by the defensive coordinator at Auburn. Okay, like, but is let me ask them: Is it a good good point? Is it a bigger defensive error uh, error than it was um, play uh, than than the play, the throw, the, the movement, the the throw and the catch come third and fourth after, and they're they're three A and three B after the call by the coach. And the hesitation by the player, the two steps before he was three inches away from the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean. And they did what they were supposed to do, but even them doing what they're supposed to do and waiting patiently, throwing yeah. the ball in the only spot you can throw it, if the coach yeah. doesn't give him that much time, five seconds. So if the, he, if he had five to, seconds. If he has to release throw. the ball in three seconds. Three seconds, totally different story. They don't win. What are we and, talking about? Yeah, and, and I understand. So, but But the bottom line is, the coaching. I'm listening to the press conference with Nick Saban where he says, I told him that they're going to have three down linemen. Man, now, and I told him that he was going to have an enormous amount of time. But that helps with the psyche of the it quarterback. It does. It does. 100%. Because the exact yeah. opposite, we playing LSU. We going down to win the game. We didn't drove 80 yards, whatever it is. We on the one-yard line. Yep. We need three points to win. It's maybe be first or second down. I'm getting the ball. Everybody know I'm getting the ball. I'm running on the field. The coach says, don't fumble. Oh, boy. Did you fumble? I looked back. I said, fumble and laugh. The one thing I shouldn't have done, we didn't put out in the air two times. That's what I'm saying. So That's what I, I mean. You, so you're right, coach. He did. He, put, he gave him in the frame he of mind. He did. He put yeah. him in a situation where he was already, this is exactly what I'm expecting, and I can only control so much. He controlled what he controlled, and – Auburn coach gave him that opportunity, but I always say players make plays, coaches call. That's exactly the play, right. The players on Alabama team made the play. And I don't know if that was necessarily – I don't know if I go to a play call because there isn't a play call, like I said, on fourth down and a mile to go uh, to, to win the game. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we are we got to take a break. Uh, on the other side, we're going to talk with um, some special guests that we have in studio about Corey's foundation, Kick, Kick the, Stereotype. the Stereotype. Super excited about that. Had a great event. Uh, a, a week or two ago, uh, which was play soccer on a Friday. Uh, it was awesome. I saw all the videos and clips. So we're going to talk about that. But also, now we're going to talk about the CFP landscape and who's going to be the final four teams to play in that playoff. For the it won't be Alabama. We know that. It will be Alabama. It will be. One of the teams will be Alabama. But we're going to talk about that on the other side. You're listening to Nashville Sports Radio. You're the Sunday morning scramble with the coach. And Corey, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer for sports. They've got the biggest screens. They've got the coldest beers. And guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin. And that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Tajas sent you.
This is Corey Harris, SEC Legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-413-3953 That's 800-413-3953 What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in Las Vegas as the Raiders welcome the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Raiders have Jacobs and Devontae on offense and a monster on the D in Max Crosby. Mahomes and the Chiefs will always move the chain swiftly thanks to Travis Kelsey. He's in. Touchdown, Kansas City. It's the Chiefs and the Raiders this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. exclusively on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. away from kickoff at Nissan Stadium. I'm sure you guys are out there sipping the sauce. Sipping the sipping sauce. And getting ready to mow down on probably some chicken wings and some burgers and Man, dogs. I mean, pancakes this early in the morning. Ain't nobody eating no well, chicken and chicken and waffles. You're right, Coach. Yeah, so. I have been known to eat a double cheeseburger from IHOP for breakfast. Okay, so... I am okay with wings. That is the most West Coast thing I've it ever probably heard is. in my life. It's called brunch, I guess. No, that's is that what that's called? I don't know. I don't really care. Anyway, I love food. That's the bottom line. So call <laughs> and let us know what you're cooking out there at Nissan Stadium. Corey and the coach probably show up and have some grub with you. And, uh, shoot, we'll pay for it. We'll pay for it. I'll, I'll pay for the food if you call in and let us know where you're at at 615-844-5600. But, Corey, we have two very special guests dressed all smooth. And matching, unlike me, 
in my Lakers shorts and my gray shirt. But, Corey, uh, give us the introduction of this our special is, guest this morning. Can, can you hear me? I can't hear myself. Okay. This is uh, Ingrid Fletcher and Tabitha Monday. They are two-thirds, uh, one missing. Tammy Lewis, they are uh, two-thirds of a organization called The Collective. That's The Collective with a K. Like and um, individually, they all do some dynamic things uh, uh, in the area. And for me and this community, it's a big thing because they are also the organization that manages and uh, deals with the brand, the administration, events, and fundraising, and uh, making sure that we meet the mission, vision, and purpose of Kick the Stereotypes. And so... Uh, these ladies are, are my sisters and friends, but uh, they are uh, part of the grassroots uh, space of what we're doing with Kick the Stereotypes. Like the main mission is to take the game of football, the game that we call mm -hmm. soccer, like we don't even want to call Every it. Every time you say that, I'm, I feel and, like and I'm I say spit it, out an English right, accent. Right, but, 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 but seriously, because we're, 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 taking, we're taking the culture uh, and everything that goes with uh, the world's favorite game yeah. into the black community. Yeah, and, love and, I, and I'm saying that specifically because the black community, African-American kids, uh, and I know that specifically now here and in the U.S. Virgin Islands, do not play soccer by the masses. And sometimes it's because of resources and, and, and opportunities, uh, which is the main reason here in America is the only place that the poor kids don't play soccer. And so um, um with what these ladies do with me, and I'll I let you, I let them tell who they are individually because Ingrid does some things. You see, she had NFL with the NFL alumni uh -huh. um, as well. So Ingrid and uh, uh, Tabitha, I'm glad to have y'all here. Yeah, glad you're um, here. Absolutely. And so they had, they had a, they had an experience of working with Corey Harris, which is a really, really crazy thing. Probably like Bobby Brown meets. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something, you know, but, but it's going to be a new reality show. <laughs> so they were, they were dynamic in, in what we're doing. And, and also Candace Batson, uh, um, and Gwen before a foe before this, for this day, the let's play soccer day, like, uh, 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 Tabitha, uh, uh, has kids. And, and so, uh, from all sides, Y'all just tell us tell us what Let's Play Soccer Day really, what was the purpose of it, uh, what was it, and, and we have an event coming up again. It was a great experience, um, um, thanks to John Ingram and, and uh, uh, the Community uh, Foundation. Um, but tell everybody what Let's Play Soccer Day is and what's the purpose of it and, and what'll be, what they can look forward to in, in 2024 as we go, go forward. Let's Play Soccer Day. It's um, an opportunity for kids to come together and meet other kids, some who have played soccer before, some who have not. And the parents can drop them off, go do what they need to do, and the kids will have opportunity to do drills, um, play with other kids, um, have coach and kid interactions. We had opportunity for some soccer analytics to be done where kids could be measured when they first started the camp versus by the time they ended the camp oh, that's to see cool. what kind of level yeah. of improvement they have had. Um, it was also an opportunity to just connect with them on an emotional level. Like some kids that were withdrawn at the beginning by the end of the clinic were engaging and having a good time, a lot of laughing. Also opportunity for kids they may not have meals during the time off from school, but they had three meals that day. Oh, that's awesome, um, man. That's yeah. awesome. 
Yeah, I watched. I, I watched a lot of the videos, and I, I saw all the pictures, and just you know, I remember the one, the, the kind of the first part of it is to where the kids were all uh, lined up on the wall, and they were waiting to come in to take their picture. You know, with their foot on top of a football. <laughs> is this still called a soccer ball? No, we call. Listen, listen. It, no, listen. I'm just asking. Is the is the ball? It's still a. Co- it's a. F- the sport's called football. Call it. It's the real foot. Ball. It is the sport in which it's literally illegal to use your hands. I know, but th- but look, that is, is an football. American okay. football. Okay. Period. <laughs> no, it's a football. It's an American football. <laughs> the football is round rows and is designed to be kicked ninety eight percent of the time, not two plays a game. You sound angry this morning. I am. You really sound. I didn't angry. eat breakfast this morning. Come so so <laughs> so uh, so. Uh, so how often are we going to be doing the let's play football? Foot, 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 that, well, football. No, it is going to be let's play soccer day. I was see because now, we're see, in America. The so now I have to, we have to. We have to use psychology. We internally are trying to, because we want it. We don't want to just because there are a lot of things that go go with the game. We're talking about the difference in soccer and football is how deep it is in the culture. Okay, but then why does it say let's play football? No, it's going to eventually be football. Okay. Like one All of the right. first programs will be you football. Stick with feet. me, Corey. I'll help you through this. this slow, but also, it's kind of like the Pam and Pan thing from Step Brothers. But anyway, but but I'm gonna tell you what's 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 great about Let's Play Soccer Day, uh, and again with Ingrid working with with the NFL alum, alumni, and and I'll be allow her to speak on this. Is one of the, the reasons I even uh, gravitated to soccer was the benefits, inherent benefits of a child's overall uh, uh, spatial awareness, Mm -hmm. judging angles, being able to take thousands of hits off a child uh, uh, and get them physically ready with full body coordination to be able to play. And so I will be eventually uh, uh, through former players, which is is, we, we specialize, we do events, uh, Ingrid has interaction with several players that she's doing a, 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 a things for and we do as the collective, but safer play. Like what I'm getting ready to do, what we're doing is we're taking the world's sure game uh, to, well, I'm sure about it because it don't even matter. <laughs> but 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 Ingrid, uh, just talk about uh, uh, some of the quick transition things that NFL players are dealing with and kind of what we really want to do for players and what we're doing and why I'm not only part of the collective, but I am a client for the collective. Well, in many facets, players, especially whether current and then post-career, ultimately the love that they have for the game is Mm. not just the sport itself. It's every facet of how you are developed as a human being. And in so many ways, Corey has taught even me from the onset of working with players and really understanding and bringing programs like this to life. Yeah, yeah. It's taking the love in the game and making it safer. But not only that, it's truly focusing on real and true development mentally, physically, emotionally, holistically, educationally. And so with Corey's programming, it's, it's like it's a big vision. And at the same time, we have the excitement of taking what he sees and what he says and then manifesting it in a way that brings the culture in in a united way, like just like sports, just I like the it. game of sports. Hence does. my 2018 email, Vision to Fruition. Coach, we're yes. not, we not playing out here. No, you ain't playing. And, and it's, it's going to take, you know, it's going to take a legitimate team 
thing. And that's like great teams. I've been a part of championship teams. And people always ask me, what's the difference in winning a state championship in the uh, Super Bowl? Did you feel any? I mean, what's the difference? It wasn't because it was a challenge. It was a goal. Uh, it was certain people had to do certain things in order for it to go. There were some things I couldn't do that the other guy could do. And the reciprocation, the respect, the sacrifice in the whole nine, and that's what we're trying to do, the intent, what we call developing the it in you, developing the intangible traits, the immeasurable talents through sports. And that's why it's a sport for life program. So, But we're going we're gonna to be, actually have another event, 12, uh, what, 28, December the 28th, 28. uh, 9 to 3, uh, uh, kindergarten to, to eighth grade, um, it'll be a wonderful first experience. The kids will gain confidence. They'll be introduced to a game in a way that everybody in the world plays. So now, where, where do we go? We, we got to hit a break, but where do, where do people need to go to get involved, to help financially? I mean, is there a website or a couple yep. of websites that we can get, yep. get them to? Yeah. First of all, from, from an uh, email standpoint, the collective with a K, uh, 03 at Gmail. But right after the show, we're releasing – the registration for awesome. uh, the the next event, but kick the stereotypes foundation.org. And that's where uh, they can register. Uh, they can look and okay, be able to go good. on there. But right, I mean, literally right after the show, uh, I'm just really going to say at noon today, the registration for 1228, it'll be limited. Uh, we had uh, uh, several kids that were there last time, about 40 plus kids there were last time that will have an opportunity to have a, they're already, if, if they don't have to rush, they're going to they gonna have a longer date to register. But it's going to be a sellout. We'll probably have another 100 slots for kids. It's going to be a great opportunity. We had game trucks. I saw uh, that. Uh, you know, that looks awesome. Follow us on Instagram as at Kick the Stereotypes. Um, so, so definitely we, we do need uh, volunteers. We do need time. We do need money. We do need your talent. But uh, I'm like Martin Lawrence. Uh, in the way that I love the kids, you know, I do. I really love kids. Man, I haven't like, heard that name in a long time. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I wonder what he's doing. We need to get him on the show. That'd be fun. Just call Will Smith. Yeah. And see if we can get Martin Lawrence. I love it, man. I love the having show. the show, and I love having you ladies in uh, today to share. Just, uh, I'm passionate about the kids too. That's why I've been a football coach 20 years. That's the number one reason I coach football. Of course, I was driven to the sport because I love the sport, but it, helping people and all of that is just amazing. By the way. Uh, I like your uh, NFL alumni hat. Uh, if there's any that are laying around, you might want to <laughs> pass them. We the got coat. you, Cole. Yes, okay. yes, I'd yes, be willing yes. to wear that every day. Hey, we got Hey, listen. Too, hey, man, this has been great. I'm so excited that uh, Corey is all about this. And obviously, he's building a team that is is a championship team and, and going to win championships for kids and youth and, and get kids involved. We're, we're going to talk about this later. But I also found out that there is a phenom from Nashville that is an African-American kid that's 14 years old. And my music's on. I dig that song, too. But he's a 14-year-old kid. I can't remember his name. Don't, don't. But what's his name? I can't remember right we now, Corey. Uh, but we're going to find him because I hear he bowls a 300. African-American kid. We need to get him to be an ambassador for Kick the Stereotypes and bull. Because you, you want me to bull? Strike I will take, Corey. I will take Corey to the house. On a bowling oh my God! I don't even know if the bowling court. Anyway, man, you lying on, on this Sunday on the morning, other side, man. Still oh talking football. Goodness. Hour two Move on Nashville Sports Radio. The Sunday morning scramble. We'll see you on the other side.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 1079 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says some of the hostages set to be released today by Hamas could include an American. Asked if he's referring to four-year-old Abigail Adan, whose parents were killed in front of her, he told ABC's this week. We don't know about her condition. Uh, what we know uh, or have reason to believe is that um, she is still alive and uh, we are hopeful that she will be reunited with her family soon. This is the third day of what's a scheduled four-day ceasefire. In the U.S., weather, a storm ranging from the Texas panhandle to the Midwest could impact one of the busiest travel days of the year. More than three million people expected to fly today. And Pope Francis did not address the crowd from an open window at St. Peter's Square a day after he was taken to a hospital for tests of what the Vatican called a mild flu. He did address the faithful by video from a chapel in his residence. This is ABC News. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Dinner with Friends is a fine dining restaurant located in Nashville's prestigious West End. It features an elegant presentation and exceptional service. One of the first non-alcoholic restaurants in Nashville. They pride themselves in professional and courteous service. A popular choice among locals and tourists alike. If you're in town for the ball game or you're just visiting with friends, Dinner with Friends is the preferred location for those seeking a rich, modern restaurant with serene atmosphere and top-notch guest experience. Your server will uphold the high standards of etiquette and hospitality and guide you through a unique dining experience. Enjoy the ambiance and reconnect with friends. Specialty dining will feature a set menu, a dedicated server, and a personal chef. Enjoy a delicious combination of meats and vegetables at a very affordable price. There's no place in Nashville like it. A unique experience. Come and have dinner with friends. 1719 West End Avenue. To make a reservation, call right now. 615-730-9559. Dinner with friends. A proud sponsor of TSU football on WNSR. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Welcome back to the Sunday Morning Scramble. Your recipe for sports to feed your sports fandom. The Sunday Morning Scramble is brought to you by Nashville Toyota North, State Farm Hendersonville Agent Lauren Tullis, and Double Dogs Gallatin. Call or text the Sunday Morning Scramble. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Now, here are your hosts of the Sunday Morning Scramble. Super Bowl champion Corey Harris and Air Force veteran and coaching legend Greg Tonjes. All right, all right. Little Allison Chains rolling us into hour two. 
on the Sunday Morning Scramble. You're listening on Nashville Sports Radio all over the place, streaming and on 95.9 FM on 560 AM, also 107.9 Smyrna. Smyrna. Yeah, buddy, we are rolling. And, man, the first hour just flew by. Great to have the ladies from Kick the Stereotypes, Corey's Foundation in studio live this the morning. Collective with us. The, the Collective in the Collective with a K. I like it. But uh, I did want to continue the conversation college football because we haven't had a chance yeah. to talk about really what happened. And to me, one of the bigger, the biggest days in the college football season, week 12. Let's go over the rankings real quick, Corey, and just go over some things. So going into yesterday, it was Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State. Those were the top four ranked teams in the entire nation. Georgia goes out, struggles a little bit with Georgia Tech, um, and ends up winning that game. Uh, Ohio State loses to Michigan. Mm. Uh, Florida State barely gets by Florida. No barelys. We're no barelys no, here. Barely. We were new, uh, I watched no barely. It was barely. Alabama Especially barely got Travis. by Auburn. No, nah, man, that was easy game for them. Oh, That's just my. normal Alabama stuff. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, Jordan Travis, first game. It's cool when they do it. First, first game with Jordan <laughs> Travis at Florida State. And then Washington squeaks by Washington State. Um, they're, they now are 11-0 and or maybe 12-0. and uh, Oregon gets by Oregon State 10-1. and uh, Texas 11-1. and uh, They win yesterday. Alabama, we all know what happened yesterday. The Saban effect is fully gone. Uh, Louisville lost, and so they are out. They lost Jeff's Kentucky team, so they are mm. out. All right, so listen to me now. This is this is incredible. You got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, and Oregon. Oregon and Washington are going to play this week in the Pac-12 championship. Alabama and Georgia are going to play in the SEC championship. Florida State is going to play in the ACC championship. So here's the scenario that I'm excited about, the scenarios, Corey, that are going to screw up the whole entire CFP, okay? And that is if Alabama beats number one Georgia. Alabama beats number one Georgia, okay? And if Florida State loses in the ACC championship, and let's just say that Washington wins. Here's some scenarios. Oregon 10 and 1. If they win and beat Washington and Washington goes to 11 who was and 1. Lo- who, who was their loss to? Washington. So that was their loss. That was their that only was loss. It. Now here's some outside teams. If, Look, if they both end up with one loss, that's gonna kick, that's gonna mess it up for them. They don't want that. They they better come undefeated. Are you gonna have two? You're gonna mess around and have uh Two SEC teams, or or what? Well, two big teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if they if Washington loses, that's gonna give them the doorway that uh, that they always look for to get the money game. It, it is now. Here's here's a scenario. You know, if if Washington loses, they go to eleven and one. Oregon goes to eleven and one. Mm-hmm. You've got Texas eleven and one. That's you've mm-hmm. got Alabama right now eleven and one, getting ready to play Georgia. So if Alabama beats Georgia. That's gonna just give them the door where they want. It's gonna either be two SEC teams or two Big Ten. So teams right. In. So so Michigan is gonna be is gonna be in, I believe, in the final four teams as number what two? I think number two. I think even now, if Alabama beats Georgia, Georgia then has a one loss, but Alabama will have beat them. So does Georgia still stay number one? The answer is no. no. Michigan, yeah, yeah. Michigan would go to number one. 
I don't see Georgia falling out of the top four ever. So I think it would, the scenario would be is Alabama beats them, right? Here's the scenario, Nick Saban effect. If Alabama beats Georgia, Michigan wins. So Michigan's going to move to number one. I believe Georgia would go to number two. Mm. And then the question yeah, is, I can see that. if Washington wins, Washington would be number three. Got to be number three. So you would go Michigan, Georgia, Washington, and then who will the fourth team be out of Florida State? Oregon would be out. Florida State would have lost, had to lost. What, what's Florida State's record? They're undefeated. And if they they win, it's them. In is that particular it? Is it though? Yeah, they're undefeated. Because they don't have a quarterback. I watched the game yesterday. It don't they matter. Not, they're undefeated. I know, but the committee It's going to be their worst nightmare. If they, I, listen, if I'm on the committee, I would not vote for Florida State. I, if I, if, if, are you going to not? You're not going to put a 12 and 0 Washington team into the final four teams in the nation? No, that Washington will be number three. Michigan, Georgia, Washington, Florida State. Michigan, Georgia, Washington, Washington Florida okay. State. In that, that scenario of wins and losses. Okay, but they don't base it just on wins and losses. No, I'm just, just saying based on what they're going. Just, just I understand. Not just wins and losses, but when you look at when you look at who they lost to and the and and the the, the strength of that particular team and when they lost, like these rival game weeks, they try to put some yeah. uh, objective or subjective. I don't know what it is, what the term is. Um, kick the stereotypes, Vanderbilt. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know which one is which, but they add something to it based on rivalry week. They give you more credit for just barely winning. I know. I'm going to tell you, though. I'm going to tell you. You mean to tell me if – because our scenario we're talking about right now is if Alabama beats Georgia Georgia, and Georgia falls to two, Michigan won, okay? Washington Washington still undefeated, 12-0. Three. You mean to tell me Uh, that number one – hold on. Ohio State would not be in the Final Four? They lost. They lost one. One. Do you mean mm-hmm. to tell me Alabama, who would have just beaten Georgia next week in the SEC Championship at 12-1, and one, would not be put, would not catapult to the Final Four teams to the fourth spot? Boy. You would, take, you would take well, Florida you know State what the other Alabama? thing is? Next year, they're going to the 12, right? That, it doesn't matter next year, but yes, they are that, going to the 12. Well, so the reason I say that is because they'll take that verbal abusing that they'll get for not putting an undefeated Florida State team and knowing next year they're going to 12 teams. My final four is this, Corey, before we get to all NFL access. Oh, it'll be. It's going to be Michigan 1. Georgia is going to lose. You think Alabama going to beat Georgia? Yes, How many I do. push-ups are we putting on that team? You need a team. We need. We I can't need, do push-ups. We can get somebody to do them for your team of uh, people. Yeah. A Georgia- thousand worth of push-ups out there. I need 10 people to do 100 push-ups <laughs> for Coach <laughs> I like G against it. me. Uh, listen, Al, it's, it, here's my scenario. Alabama's going to beat Georgia next week, and it's going to be Michigan number one, Georgia number two, Washington's going to beat Oregon and be three, and Alabama is going to be four. That's my final four. You heard it here first from the coach. The silence is deafening. Please, please (laughs) do not listen to to that. If you are putting your rent money on... That prediction right there, your wife is is about to be mad at you. You about oh, to lose boy. your job. I'm telling you, man, that's what's going to happen. But, man, hey, no that, way we... they're putting a 12-1 and Alabama over uh, undefeated Florida State. 
it ain't gonna happen. Okay, we'll see. An undefeated Florida State in the ACC versus a twelve and one yeah, Alabama that's true. team that beat, beat the number Georgia. one Georgia. You right, coach? I mean, I, I mean, true. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Right. But they're but, not gonna beat Georgia, so we don't. Well, then it's issue. irrelevant. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but like I was saying, the thing that's gonna change if 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 that's my point is what what I just said before we hit this segment was what's going to screw up the entire CFP, and that's going to be if Alabama beats Georgia. If Alabama beats Georgia, yeah, that's you're gonna... right. The Florida State question is going to be because Florida State plays Louisville in the ACC championship. Florida State should win that game, most likely. Okay, but Louisville's not a bad football now, team. Now, Louisville might going to play spoiler. They they had a disappointing day. They, they had a chance yep. to run the table and, they did. and, and faltered. So yeah. they may be ready to play this game. So, More than it would be even a bowl game. So sports fans, we'd love to hear you out there. College football fans, even though we're getting ready to go NFL All Access, if you want to call in and give us your final four for the CFP, uh, 615-844-5600. You're talking to the coach and Corey here, Super Bowl champion Corey Harris at 615-844-5600. And we are talking Titans football here for a moment. And it's Titans versus the Panthers. Worst team in the NFL. One win Panther team. Coach is probably going to be fired. Uh, total disaster. Uh, Coach Rule is just—he left that Carolina franchise just a mess. Um, after they got rid of Christian McCaffrey, I mean, probably people are having a hard time remembering Christian McCaffrey was a Carolina Panther. The, uh, mm. I mean, that's crazy to think. But uh, we talked last week, Corey, on the show. Glad you're back this week. Is—is is this a last week? We said, is this a must, must, must win for? The ja- for the uh, Titans at the Jaguars. And I said, yes, it was a must-win. I believe in must-win situations. Now the question is, is is this a must, 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 must win to save their entire season, to save jobs? And I say, yes, it is. What's your view on that, Corey? Because, um, again, they're playing the worst team in the coach. league. I mean, you know, you, you know, if you win, if you win today, Titans fans, you go to five and seven. You go to five and seven. You're four and seven right now. You go to five and seven, and still in the hunt, uh, especially in the wild card, with everybody wrapped around five and five and five and six and six and five mm. and in the AFC. So, uh, I mean, is it a must? A must? A must? A must? A win? It, it absolutely is. You cannot, you cannot lose to the worst team in the NFL right now. That would be disastrous, and I think that people would end up getting fired over their loss. Well, What's your here- thoughts? <clears throat> Now this is just me from that thinking out of out of the box about where this organization is with just everything that's going on. All of the questions that um are surrounding the Titans. Like again, this is one of the teams that I feel like you don't even know, you just don't even know what you have. You don't know who mm-hmm. who's yeah. who. And I and are they going to I mean if I was betting, if you had you know $100,000 to bet about what their record is going to be? Are they going to run the table? Probably not. Probably not. I'm getting a jump on next year's season. I'm getting a jump on the draft. I'm a new uh, general manager. I'm a fine, I'm playing guys this round here what we call stealing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they ain't playing to their contracts. Yeah. Uh, guys that are, are <laughs> underpaid, that are balling, going to get Hey, I'm recalibrating the organization in a period when do who who who's expecting them to win? Who's expecting them to win this game or who's to expect- to, to win out? Well, I mean, I would say well, I How don't many- know because here to your point, here's their schedule remaining out, Corey. 
They play, uh, obviously, they play the Panthers today, should win that win. game. Okay. It's then next week, they get the Colts at home. They should win that game. What? Yes. At home. It, it, Colts. At okay. Five Titans, and seven. Okay. No, they, no, they're five. No. They're three and they're, seven. They, if right they now, win, right? they'd be five and seven. If they win next week, they would be six and seven. Okay. Then they go to the Dolphins. They're going to lose that game. So that would make them six and eight. They're three and seven now, no, Coach. No. Aren't they? Mm -mm. No, they're four and seven today, right now. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. No, I think you're you sure. I don't know. Check it for me. But uh, you got the, the Dolphins, so you're going to lose that game. Then you got uh, the Texans. Texans are hot, uh, but still in here. It's at Nissan Stadium. Then you've got the Seahawks here at Nissan Stadium. A winnable game. Seahawks, to me, don't aren't a big threat to me. Man, least. what are you talking about? They're not. They're not that good. Coach, you said. You... They're not that good. The, you're talking about the Seahawks? The Seahawks. The Seahawks are not that good, man. What's their record? I don't know. I don't I don't have them all They're memorized. six and five. They're six and five. They're a 500 team. I mean, they're one game above 500. So I'm just saying that they don't necessarily have to win out because if they win today, if the Titans win the game today, they go to five and seven. If they win next week at home against the Tit against the Colts, they go to six and seven. They're going to lose to the Dolphins. That's six and eight. They're going to beat the Texans at home here. Okay. No, That's... it's only ten. It's only ten. This is the tenth. This is the eleventh week of the season right here coming up, Coach. Okay. So it's they they've only played ten games. Am I am I losing my mind? No, you're not losing your mind. Your glasses have been. My glasses must be has messed been up. Hold broken. On your glasses is broken, Coach. Man, come on, man. <laughs> You've been sipping on the sauce. <laughs> What's going on here, Coach? Come on, get your crap together. <laughs> And why no, are we talking uh, about? Yeah, they're three. Yeah, they're, they're three, three and seven, seven, like you said. Corey was right for the first time this whole time. Yeah. Diary. Yep. Congratulations, Corey was right. I was wrong. I'm all screwed up. But they are, let me step back. They are three and seven. If they win today, they go to four and seven. If they win next week, they go to five and seven. Listen. If 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 if, 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 if there's if, a lot of man, ifs. I come get on, it. Coach. But back to today's game. Is today a must win against the worst team in the NFL? The answer is yes. I'm, I'm not gonna say it's a must win. It's a should win. Like, but I like for me, that. that's, you know, no, that's, that's you good. You you should yeah. win. Is it a is it a must win? It depends on what you're talking about. They're even at what? I mean, they play 17 games, seven. If they won, if they win out, they'd be what? They'd be ten and seven. So you and, got that right. Okay, so day. do they play? Let me see. Do they play? Uh, the Jaguars the again? last game of the season. Okay, so yep. Again, see, we talked in. about we talked about the numbers last week, and I said guys don't give up when you're mathematically out of it. Then that's when they give up. Yeah, that's when the that's when the game changes. Yeah, but I'm just listen to me. If if the Titans lose to the Panthers today, Boy, this, city gonna, roll. this city Somebody's gonna go fired. crazy. And this and Titans fans, you should go nuts if they lose today. And the scary part for the Titans is, from my perspective, especially from a coach, there's no identity. You you always want your team when you're a head coach. You want and, and an organization, and especially if you're a GM overseeing and managing the team day to day. If you look at that team and you do not have, and you can see plainly that there is not an identity of this football team, that's a problem. And that's on the coach. The coach is the one that sets the tone for what the identity I, of the football I, well, team. Well, but here's the thing. Yeah. I, so now you're questioning whether uh, Graves uh, uh, is sending out clear signals of who, who they are. And I think, the signals of who they want to be are one thing, but who they need to be based on who they have 
could be something else. I think right. he's consistently sh- showing, and it may be outdated in some people's opinion, but you you want to be if you want to be a defense, and this is what I know for sure. If you want to be a defensive winning team, yeah. you got to have outstanding special teams. That I've been saying yeah, this been since the beginning of the yeah. year. You're a run-oriented team with a play-action weapon in, in Tannehill, but you don't have the field position-changing power of special teams. Not coverage teams, not punt teams, well, but not that's, but that's punt what return. I'm talking about. There, is there, let me ask you this. I'm going to go all three phases of the game real quick. we got to go to a break. Um, in just a second, but but and we got to go actually now. But I just want to say this: Is there any identity on offense? Yeah, play your play action, run oriented play action team. Uh, is that who they are now? I mean, I don't. I know mean, that. that's who they they should they, be. They, yeah, but but is that enough to win in the NFL? It is. You have you have a couple of you have With no yeah. movement, no nothing, no no. Motion. Their number one issue is health. One, okay, right. It's been four well, years in a my, row. You know what? My number one issue with the Titans is is what? talent. They don't have the depth of talent that they need to compete at a high level in the NFL, and they don't have the identity. But we're going to continue talking all that NFL access here after the break. And realistically, what five teams have a chance to win the Super Bowl? I have five teams that I think realistically have a chance to win the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about that on the other side with Corey, your mm. Super Bowl champion, and the coach here on the Sunday Morning Scramble on Nashville Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tungis likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tungis, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday morning scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Tanja sent you This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. 
There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. and It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports. Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. I am back in the season <laughs> we're talking all NFL access. And we're going to talk about the five teams that I believe have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Before we get to that, though, this is the time of year, Corey, that all uh, media peeps, ESPN, everybody out there, CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports, everybody starts talking, Fox Sports, about who is on the hot seat as a coach. I think I'm seeing two coaches today that will be at Nissan Stadium that are both on the hot seat as to will they retain their job or not. I wrote it down this morning. Did who, you? Who's a goner? Who, who, who's out goner. of there? Yeah. yeah. He's a goner. Who's out of there? Frank Reich is out of there at Carolina. He's gone. I think he's done. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't have a program. I know they're a major transition. I get that. In a tough spot for Frank. Uh, Coach Reich, I hear he's a great guy as Living well, off the old magic. Yeah, Living think, off the old recipe yeah. of the Philly special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, he's – he's, I think he's gone. I think Vrabel with Tennessee is, is – Not going to happen. Yeah. Well, just gonna, they're just going to force his hand on offense. He, 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 he's going to have to be like Billick was with us. Man, be the genius on defense – that you are work with those guys make put a whole lot more energy in the special teams and get an offensive coordinator that you would trust with with your with yeah. your team if you was the owner get an offensive coordinator that that you 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 play three independent organizations yeah. that play complimentary football and all complimentary football is doing is do your damn job so he so Frank Reich is probably out I'm gonna say that and I'm I'm happy to say this well I'm not happy to see anybody fired honestly. But uh, Brandon Staley in Los Angeles with the Chargers is going to be out. I don't think he has any chance of retaining his job. I think they're kind of fed up with him. Basically a 500 coach. I'm going to give you a shocker. Mm. You want a shocker as to a coach I'm going to say is not going to be with their team that they're with right now? I'm not saying they're – Mike Tomlin. Nope. Who? Bill Belichick. Oh, no, that ain't a shocker. I think think it's – hopefully hopefully they do it. Not even hopefully that they – they do it. I think it's time for them to move on. Um, I don't think they're going to fire him. I don't yeah, think they're going to fire but him. But I don't think he's going to step down. So I, think gonna have to, I think he's going to step away. You're gonna, I think he's going to step think away. You think he'll do it? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know where I think he's going to end up? Where? Los Angeles. <sighs> With the Chargers. Man, do you think 
I'm not playing. I'm not saying that because I'm a Charger fan. Because I'm not. I mean, Bill Belichick. I'm a fan. Doesn't Bill Belichick have a house in Nashville? Does he? Man, he gonna come on, be on staff with Braves. Man, a consultant to the team with Vrabel. You won't. He's I mean, not. He's not done coaching. I, I know, done, but but yeah. but at at the age and the stress, why not come in and help one of your your formers uh, get to it? I mean, ain't nothing wrong with playing defensive football. The object of the game is to score. Let's score on defense. Let's score on special teams. I mean, Titans fans, and if you want to see on. Bill Belichick come be a part of the organization, I mean, I, again, I think Vrabel is going to be out. I think Reich is going to be out. I think Staley is going to be out. Maybe one or two other coaches are going to be going out. But there's teams that are in, Corey. There's, I have five teams that are in this thing to win the Super Bowl. We're, we've been talking about the teams where the coaches are going to be fired. But – I'm telling you right now, I have five. There's only five teams to me that can win this thing. You want to know what those five are? Mm-hmm. The first team that I'm going to give you is the, and this is in order, the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. I, I mean, have... these are, these are, I mean, these are obvious. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I have them. The San Francisco 49ers. I forgot them, but yes. The Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens, your Ravens. Yep. Okay. And? And? The Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so we had the same thing almost, but I I, I don't <laughs> think you can cut it to uh, five teams. I had Ravens, Eagles. I forgot the 49ers, but I, I definitely have them. 49ers, Ravens, Eagles, Dolphins, Chiefs, and the Cowboys. So I you think, think six teams have a le- have the legitimate firepower to go head-to-head on a given day if the other team is playing their great day having a great day, they had a capacity to be able to do that. I think that's very important when we get to the playoffs because if one team gets to going, we're talking about in the space of scoring, you know, it's not like it was back when I when I played. Your offense has to be able to score when it's time to score. Right, right. And there are not very many teams that can be playing horrible, playing horrible, playing horrible, field goal, field goal, field goal, and need a tutty backed up. From on your own five. Did you just call a touchdown it. a tutty? A tutty, a touchdown. <laughs> what the frick? Oh, Lord. I'm a just team, saying. Teams that I didn't mention, Corey, that I didn't mention that are having great seasons, though, is I did not mention the Cleveland Browns, who are 7-3 and three right now. I didn't, and we'd love to hear from you, by the way, uh, here on uh, the Sunday Morning Scramble. Call in at 844-615, or pardon me, 615-844-5600. That's our call and text line. 615-844-5600. Give us a call. Give us your teams that you think can win the Super Bowl. Teams we didn't mention that are having a great season. The Cleveland Browns at 7-3. and three. We also did not mention the first place AFC South Jacksonville Jaguars at 7-3. and three. So we, we did not. not. We, we did, did not. We just, we, and that's no dis, we didn't disrespect them, did we? No. Not no. And the, I'm just saying we didn't mention them. Uh, we also did not mention, which is a little surprising, that neither one of us said the Detroit Lions, who have a eight and three record in first place. Now that's the insult because the Lions are balling. But you're I don't, just I saying don't, that because you used the platform. I don't, but but I don't think that's why you're saying that though. You're saying that can the you Lions? The can the Lions have the Lions ever done anything? Do you realize that their record going into Thanksgiving Day game was you, the best record they had since like 1962? Man, you gotta go. You gotta go check out Bye Bye Barry. Speaking of the Lions, it's a prime Who's video uh, documentary about Barry, Barry Sanders. Sanders called Bye Bye Barry. Shout yeah, out Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. I'm learning how to do these shout outs. The you got to do it. Got right there. You got to drop shout it in. Shout out like Barry Sanders. But um, Barry Sanders. 
But Shut no, that, I, I think it's just one of those things. I think the I think the Lions had a the 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 team to do it. But do you have the team? Do you have the off? I literally feel like it's this. Do you have the offense to make that play or the defense to make that? play on that drive let's call it a drive yeah every game when you get down get past the the, the first week of the playoffs getting to that second week when you when you get to that final four like what drive and i just look at teams and some teams look like they're built to crash yeah i mean maybe maybe so i mean i, I think the game i i was not surprised that the packers uh lions game on um on thanksgiving day i was not surprised and, and what you saw on – one of the reasons I did not put the Detroit Lions in my mix of the five teams I think can win the Super Bowl because I don't think they can win the Super Bowl because they have Jared Goff. Everybody's like, hmm. well, Jared Goff has had a good season. He's been playing well. Yeah, okay. Guess what you saw on Thanksgiving Day? You saw the real Jared Goff, okay? Guess what you've seen from Matthew Stafford because those two were, the, were the, in the trade, right, uh, in Los Angeles. Well, you saw him take him to the Super Bowl, okay? I get that, and win a Super Bowl. But what have you seen from Matthew Stafford since? You've seen the real Matthew Stafford. And the same thing is coming out with Jared Goff. It's the same thing. You know, the teams that I mentioned are stable teams. The Detroit and, and stable franchises, okay? The, the teams that I didn't mention, like the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Cleveland Browns, because they've never really done anything, okay? They've never really done. Guess what? And guess what? Those three teams... Those three teams that I just mentioned, the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, guess what they've never done? They've never won a Super Bowl. Has Jacksonville won a Super Bowl? No. Nope. Who has won a Super Bowl? Every team that I mentioned in the top five, the, the Dallas original, Cowboys. The original every, Browns have won huh? one. The Baltimore Ravens. I call them the original Browns. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But the Cleveland Browns <laughs> have not won a Super Bowl. And they're not a state. Listen, it's, uh, this is important because the – the teams that I mentioned are stable teams. Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, sometimes unstable in the play, but they're still a stable When is the last time Super Dallas has won Probably anything. 1998. I don't know, yeah, 90s, 30, definitely. 30 years ago. When was the last time Detroit won something? Why are you standing up for Detroit? Just because you played for no, them? No, what I'm saying is... You still have people. We you need to shout out to people we in can't, Detroit. We can't type. I'm glad James Franklin, which I, I, I don't approve of, um... Uh, not that I'm anybody to make approval of, but just using Vanderbilt as a trampoline. James Franklin came in here and did what he needed, what he needed to do to win. He looked back at the history of, of 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 Vanderbilt. Detroit is not. This is not the same old Detroit. The coach is not the same old. I know a type of type of coach. The team is not not the same team. Now, are they going to win the Super Bowl? No. Okay, they're not going to win this. I agree. Win the Super Bowl, but they are absolutely a team that could win the Super Bowl. So we talk a lot about mindset. You do too, okay? And that's what I'm trying to say is is the Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the Los Angeles Chargers, San Diego Chargers. These teams don't have never had that championship mindset. I'm not saying they don't ever want to win a championship. I'm just saying the teams that we're talking about that have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year have championship mindsets in their organization, i.e. the Kansas City Chiefs, i.e. the Dallas Cowboys, i.e. the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay? The Dallas Cowboys do not have a championship organization. How can you say that? 
because none of the people on the team were even born when they were winning. No, I, I, well, I don't know if that's the case. We're probably right. Um, but you feel me? Like, coach, I feel what you're saying, but I mean, Kansas City for the next 10 years will bring in players and be relevant in terms of winning and winning now because of they have they have one of the best quarterbacks they have one of the brightest minds on and off the field in football and then they put the talent in, in place i mean San, another organization see these are all san fran san francisco they haven't until the last few years they haven't been that old san fran where you just knew that they're getting to the nfc championship well but the other part of that is Corey, is the nfl's different now okay? it is it's it's different to where i don't see teams i think the new england patriot this is this people would argue this but i don't care because this is my opinion and not anybody else's is i don't think we're ever going to see a dominant program like the new england patriots ever again i don't think i don't think there's going to be dynasties that are built and can do what a patriots team did has done over the last 20 years or uh, a 49ers team or a Dallas Cowboys team or going way back, a Green Bay Packers team. The NFL is different. Free agency has, has changed a lot of things. And I just, I, I just don't see these teams creating these dynasties where they're going to the Super Bowl, you know, three, four, five times in a row. I, I don't see it. I don't see it anymore in the NFL. And I, I don't think we'll ever see it again. I don't think we will ever see – the di- I don't th- not in my lifetime are we going to see a dynasty that was the and I say was the New England Patriots, uh, you know and and I don't see it. But what I'm trying to say is these teams that are have a chance have a championship history. They have a championship history. They have Super Bowl trophies that when people come for free agent visits and when players walk through the facilities, they have Super Bowl trophies that they're looking at. The teams I didn't mention that are having a good what, what season. What a Super Bowl that coach this year? What a Super Bowl that? Vegas. Who who performing? Usher, 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 Usher. Yeah. Listen, yeah. it's gambling. Something crazy going to happen this year, coach. It's here. not going to be what you said. Oh. Vegas got too much money to win on it, so man. Vegas it ain't going to be. Drive, now, wait a second. This is coming from a football guy that played in the NFL 12 seasons, <laughs> and you're trying to tell me that Vegas, little old Vegas over there, has something to do with the outcome Man, of the listen, the I ain't saying, I ain't saying, listen, I ain't calling no names, but, you know, they say that that Vegas has a lot of impact on big games, so I don't know, Coach. I don't never believe it. Say, I don't believe it either. I, I what mean, I'm how saying can you even is, say that, being it's, in the league? It's, it's a gambling, it's a, it, it's I a, know. it's human, it's a human, I, I, it's a game played by humans. Guys do messed up things at the time when you least expect it because you never know what's going on you know? in, the, in the guy's mind. But the mindset, once you believe that you can do it, Coach, it don't matter who you're playing. We had, Baltimore had never done anything. Right, the Cleveland, they, the Cleveland Browns organization, who was the fiber of the Baltimore Ravens when it started, had never won anything. I understand, I and, under, it, that, and it that, happened. That, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's that's to my point that Cleveland is seven and three right now, and the, to me, they do not have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. Okay, and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are seven and three in first place in the AFC South, having a great season. They don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl, and and the Detroit Lions. Who are having their best season in forever? They could. 
They're 8-3. They don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Why don't they have a chance? Because the other five teams that I mentioned, the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> those Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys. see and, and can touch Super Bowl what trophies about the in their organization. The Dolphins don't have a chance. And the Dolphins are another team. Another they don't have franchise. a chance? They don't have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Man, what's the they object are, of the game, coach? Not, What is the object of the game? Let me ask you a question. In in the in the Miami Dolphins headquarters and facilities, is there a Super Bowl trophy that they walk by that the players that are there can see? Yes, no. a perfect season. Okay, that's right. I forgot. So they won perfect season in 1972. Okay, that they still pop the cork on. The that's right, because they because they okay, can so see. they got one. But what we they do the since? impossible here. We do the historic. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk. And we score points because we got the cheetah. We're going to talk about. We got Jalen Waddle. We got a Chinche. I don't care about the cheetah. I don't care about the Dolphins. I don't know why I'm so bitter about the Dolphins. We got two of our so pissed off. I got to go to the break. On the other side, here's what we're going to talk about in relationship to this. If you don't have this, if you don't have this blank you will not have a chance to make it to the super bowl what is the this you are listening to the sunday morning scramble on nashville sports radio and we are getting fired up on the show <laughs> for the other side and to finish strong because if you don't come strong i got a hint for you all. coach you big dummy that's <laughs> the hint that's the second hint for my middle name Corey l harris Corey l harris we'll talk about that <laughs> a serious on the other you side. big dummy that's we gotta go to break This is Corey Harris, SEC legend, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tungis likes more than the L.A. Chargers is Double Dog. Ah, yeah, Corey, Double Dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tungis, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is Double Dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest Greens, they've got the coldest beers, and guess what? It's dog friendly. And not only that, you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special, which is a double dog, double dogs with chili and cheese, and not one, but two hot dogs. It is double dogs in Gallatin, and that is at 1620 Nashville Pike. Tell them Coach Tanjas sent you. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 
100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signings. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's yeah, just this. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. minutes away from kickoff at Nissan Stadium and mm. kickoff of NFL Sunday Woo, football. I'm jacked up, excited. Mm. I'm hungry. Honey, I'm coming home with some steaks to throw on the grill. And I know you love watching football with me, Jen, so we, we're going to have some fun and eat because I'm really hungry this morning. I have no idea why, but you're listening to the coaching, Corey, on the Sunday morning scramble. Super Bowl champion, Corey Harris. Ravens. They won a two Super Bowl with the Ravens. So, hey, Corey, before we went on the break, I was pretty much right about everything I was saying in terms of the five teams that were going to have a chance to win the Super Bowl. So thank you for you uh, believing in me so much. But here's a question. question. Here's a question, okay? If you don't have blank, you will not have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. If you do not have blank, fill in the blank, you will not have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. Obviously, if you don't make it to the Super Bowl, you can't win the Super Bowl. So what would that blank be for you, especially in relationship to the teams that are contending right now? If you don't have this, you will not make the Super Bowl. What would be and all of your... these teams have it, so that's why. They, if you don't have um, what I call one-play strike power. Okay, I like you that. Can't, you can't. Explain that. Expand on that. I mean, so, it's self-explanatory. Uh, so you explain. look at the 49ers. The 49ers have on, – uh, what's the object of the game? Score. Score. Mm-hmm. The 49ers have – at least three players on offense that can score from anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. Literally. They do. The, the yeah. Dolphins have five at least. Maybe maybe four or five. The yeah. Chiefs Chiefs were built on 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 it, even to the point that their back uh, was. But they really don't have that now. They don't have it as no. much, but they, don't they have, have one or two. The Ravens, um They don't have it either. They have they have it well, but they have it at the most they have it at the position that touches the ball 100% of the time. See, the here, goes, here goes the partiality to the Ravens. It's not a partiality. Tell me he, who else. Who, he can who, throw, are, you talking, are you talking about Lamar Jackson? These teams. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Okay, who else does he have that has quick strike, strike ability? The, uh, uh, Zay? Zay Flowers, no way, man. What? No. Man, you got no. 
Odell's not. Odell's still. Though do not even bring Odell into this conversation. What about? Oh, my boy got hurt. That little BS tackling machine. Anyway, the Eagles got who? AJ. Oh, they, they got AJ. They got, they got uh, um, Devontae. Devontae. I mean, they, they got, yeah. Yeah. But and listen, they, but hold on. You're going to listen. The Chiefs do not have it. They've, they've got <laughs> Kels, and, and then all these other guys can't catch the football. Well, they're, they're That's the, why they lost to the they're Eagles. They're the anomaly that, that can get to the Super Bowl, though. But they're, they're again. They can, but I'm saying if you don't have this, you just said quick strike. Well, but they, they're the anomaly. They'll have they they don't okay, they're not included yeah. in that but Eagles no. yes who else Cowboys uh yes the Cowboys have a a full team that can get them there I don't I I mean because they don't have a quarterback they have oh. a quick strike power but the man that touches the ball all the time so you're not, not a believer in Dak I mean does Dak have a potential to win the, to go to the Hall of Fame if <laughs> at this point in his career. If he turns around and plays at the top, if he plays near his ceiling for, I mean, if he makes decisions that he makes when he's playing the best he's playing, anybody that wins the Super Bowl, one or two Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys, could could that could happen, uh, just because of the 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 star, the impact of the star. But Dak is not. That's not gonna happen with. Dak. I'm gonna give you. If you don't have this, you will not have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna give you mine. You're gonna like really? this. If you do not have a defense. You will not make it to the Super Bowl. What kind of defense? How a, good? A defense. I mean, I, I've got. We got to go to a break here again. But the you've got to have a pass rush that gets sacked. Sacks. So you need you've pressures, got to have a, pressure, you've sacks, got to have and pressure, rushes. sacks, okay. and t- you got a quarterback hits. Okay. You've got to have a defensive line that can stop the run, stuff the run. With that, with that just can four, get upfield, they can do it with four. just four. Okay. You've got corner. You've got corners that can play press, or they can play zone, or they can play any anything they need to with safeties. That can can ball out if you're in too deep or whatever, or if you have safeties nowadays that can play linebacker. That's a type of defense that's going to win a championship. If you don't have a defense, you will not make it to the Super Bowl. Period. End of story. So you score all the points you want, but it's an offensive but, league. Uh, it's an offensive league, but ultimately it's going to come down to a stop, just like in Alabama. If Alabama, if Auburn had a defense to stop Alabama, Alabama would have lost the game it's a defense we got to go to a break we're still talking about this it's awesome to have this discussion about these top five teams but we're going to come back with our pick six and who we think is going to win these games today and it's been an awesome show here on the sunday morning scramble on nashville sports radio and usher 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 is playing halftime in vegas at the super bowl Corey and i are probably going to go to vegas or maybe not. We don't know. We just need to find some money or somebody to sponsor us so we can go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. And you are listening to Sunday Morning Scramble on w- WNSR. NS- Nashville oh. Sports Radio. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, Nashville? This is Corey Harris, Super Bowl champion of 2000 Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that Coach Tunjus likes more than the L.A. Chargers is double dogs. Ah, yeah, Corey, double dogs. This is the coach, Greg Tunjus, from the wonderful new show, live show, that is the Sunday Morning Scramble. It is the coach, and it is Corey, Super Bowl champion on that show. But we do love one thing better than all of that. It is double dogs in Gallatin. It is the spot for beer, for sports. They've got the biggest screens they've got the coldest beers and guess what it's dog friendly and not only that you can walk in today and ask for the coach's special which is a double dog double dogs with chili and cheese and not one but two hot dogs it is double dogs in gallatin and that is at 1620 nashville pike tell them coach Todges sent you 
Corey Harris, SEC Legends, Super Bowl champion. If you want a great game day experience, you need to go down to DraftKings Sports and Social, downtown Nashville. Oh, yeah, Corey, DraftKings Sports and Social. There's only 14 of them, and we've got one of them here in downtown Nashville at 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. Listen, anybody that loves to watch sports, he has to go here. They got a VIP lounge that overlooks the Cumberland River, and into Nissan Stadium. This place is unbelievable with the biggest screens and the best experience for any sports fan. 128 2nd Avenue North in downtown Nashville. We'll see you there. Post-COVID travel is on a surge. Many of you are traveling for fun because you've been locked up for two years. Listen, whether you're traveling for fun to Italy, Greece, Spain, France, or somewhere else fun in the world, or USA, now is a great time to book before the crowds hit and save. Plus, with a strong U.S. dollar, you'll get more travel bang for your buck. Right now is a smart time to make your reservations and call low-cost airlines. With one phone call, you can let us do all the work for free. We'll shop hundreds of airlines, hotels, resorts, and give you a way to save huge money on your vacation plans. And if you call right now, we'll give you a free hotel room with a qualified travel purchase. So, call right now. 800-704-1662 800-704-1662 That's 800-704-1662 What's up, Nashville? This is Super Bowl champion Corey Harris. And anybody that loves sports knows that if you can't score, you can't win. So you should absolutely consider protecting your family and your assets with State Farm. Thanks, Corey. Hey, everybody. This is Lauren Tullis, State Farm agent in Hendersonville. And if you like watching some of the best, like Corey Harris, you should be protected by the best. Contact us today to get your free quote at laurentullis.com. Like a good neighbor, Lauren Tullis State Farm is there. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Fogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Right, 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 right. We are in Nashville. We are in the Music City. Uh, we are bringing this to you live every single Sunday morning. Join us next week, eight to ten. It only gets better every single week. Thank you for listening out there on uh, SoundCloud as well. I was just looking at our listeners. Man, I mean, last week's show drawn over over three hundred. Uh, listeners just on that one device. So we appreciate our listeners. Our listeners are our good friends. Our good friends. Yes, they are. And we're going to go to our picks from last week. So, Corey, you had – I had a guest picker for you last week. And I went 5-1 and one last and week. And my guest picker went what? Let me guess. 2-4. Two and, two and four. Your guest picker went 2-4. and four. So congrats. Think about that, everybody. I want y'all to listen to what's so going congratulations. on. Congratulations. What, what was the record before before that? What was it? I don't know. I don't have this Okay, well, let's just me. keep going, Coach. But there is something important coming up that I'm going to tell you I'm in a moment. I'm listening. So, Will was not here last week. Mm-hmm. So, we didn't know what happened to Will. I don't think he communicated very well with us. Uh, um, and, you know, that's on, on Will. So, he went 0-6 last week. 
even though he wasn't here. So I and made him go like, 0-6. He went 0-6? I made him go 0-6 because he wasn't here. He didn't pick. He didn't communicate He, he, he very could well. have left his pick. He didn't communicate well with us last week. He, he didn't. didn't communicate well yes. with us this week. And that's what we happens. We got here and the door was locked because we have a brand new producer who's awesome and nice Cute. and happy. Joe. Joe. And Will is an angry man. So we I gave him 0-6. So the standings so far are Coach is in first place. Of course he is because Corey went four, two and four with guest picker last week, mm. but uh, we are tied. We are Who was tied the guest at, picker? Uh, it was uh, Mike Patton. So you can let him know from uh, appreciate from Mike. Good South. looking out. Great with, job, Mike Patton. That for poor game so, picked last week. So Corey and Coach are tied at forty-one and twenty-two on the season. Freaking Mike record. Patton. Will has completely fallen apart after going on six you, last week because he doesn't communicate. Uh, we gave him the picks last week, and you were 0 for last week because you didn't call in and you didn't communicate with your mm. two hosts here, which is the coach and Corey. So you're in dead last. So congratulations, Will. And we'll see you soon, happy guy. Uh, but Corey is back, so he's going to pick. Q is going to pick for Will. So, Q, we hope you suck and that you continue <laughs> to keep and you continue to keep Will in the cellar. We're going to go to our first game, Q, and we're going to let you pick the first one. The Buccaneers at the Colts. Buccaneers and Colts. Who do you got there with Gunnar Minshew and Baker Mayfield at the helm running quarterback for those two teams? I'm going Tampa Bay. Going Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going with the hometown team, Naptown 317, Westside <laughs> Hallville. <laughs> So he's got the Colts as well. Of course you would. Yeah, of course you will. Uh, We got the Steelers and the Bengals. Corey, I'm going to hit you with that since that's a AFC North tournament. Tournament. I love the Steelers and hate the Steelers. Shout out Randy Fuller. So I'm going with the Bengals. I am taking the Bengals as well, even though they do not have Joe Burrow, who was just put on IR. Oh my goodness. Uh, Q, who you got? Pittsburgh or Bengals? Steelers. They, they've had a tough defense this year. They do have a good day. They do every year. Uh, so, uh, Jaguars versus the Texans. I'm going to go with the upset, uh, which might not really be an upset anymore with how hot the Texans are. I'm going to take the Texans. Who you got, Q? Jags. Jags. Texans. Yep. Yeah, all right. Going with the Texans. Uh, should be a good matchup. Bills versus the Eagles. Who you got, Q? Uh, de- de- definitely the Eagles. Even Fly though, even Eagles. Though I, I hate to say that as a Cowboys fan. I hate to say that. <laughs> Who do you got, Corey? Cowboys. We're not on the Cowboys. We're oh, on the I'm Bills sorry. and Eagles. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, I said I'm Bills, looking at your thing. I'm, Eagles. Um, <laughs> I got my screen right here. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking at Cow- Bills? Uh, Cow- uh, Eagles. Fly, Eagle, fly. I'm and taking, then the Ravens. I'm taking the Eagles. I didn't ask you to pick that pick yet because you're doing that because you're being rude because I'm a Charger fan, and that's who the Ravens are playing. I'm going to go to Q first. So, Q, <laughs> Ravens at the Chargers, and knowing that this is your first time with us and that I'm a Charger fan. Ravens, Chargers, who you got, Q? Listen, uh, as a Louisville alum, I can't go against uh, a Louisville okay. product. <laughs> that's Lamar right. Jackson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, it's the Ravens for me. Okay. Uh, boo. Anyway, who do you got, Corey Harris? I got the Ravens because they champions like the Harris Titans in the NFL flag league, baby. All right. Well, I'm going with the upset and the Chargers will win this game. And I will be in y'all's face next week. In your face. I will let you. I will let you know for the rest of your life that you picked against my Chargers. It is the Chargers over the Ravens. And we are excited. Listen, man. And I'm excited that the Titans are going to beat the the Panthers today, too. We got to go, though. We got to go. You've been listening to the Sunday Morning Scramble 
on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. <laughs> Sports Radio WNSR.